Hi, y'all. It's Trisha. Um, this is a podcast for neurodivergent folks. I mean, it's for everybody, but um, specifically for neurodivergent people. Um, and just for me to have a silly, goofy time and make myself laugh, hopefully. And, you know, maybe make you laugh a little bit, too. Um, I'm making it because I was diagnosed about a month and a half ago. And, you know, I've just been navigating that change, learning how to accommodate myself. And, um, you know, a lot of stuff in my childhood is making sense now. It's a crazy, wacky world of adulthood diagnosis, unpacking and unmasking. So, um, here we are. Thanks for listening. I have an agenda for us, all right? I've broken it down. So what I was going to do was uh, do a review of some fidgets, some fidget toys that I bought. I, like, I've played with some um, fidgets before, fidget toys, uh, years ago, like fidget spinners, you know, and I feel like that didn't do anything for me. But I just bought, like, a, a little a little starter pack, if you will. <laughs> on Amazon and I might zoom through that review super fast in case you're like oh I've never tried uh any toys I can give you some hot wrecks real fast and then I got some segments for us okay I'm gonna break down the first ep here into a few different segments that I came up with that specifically relate to neurodivergence e Alright, let's do a speed run of our hyper, huh? Of our fidget toys here. I read something on my phone and then it came out my mouth and I didn't mean to say that. I apologize. So, I'm going to save this one for last because it's my favorite one. My least favorite one. Let's see if I can do some ASMR here. I don't think that sounds good at all. I don't think it's good. Um, so (laughs) these are all, they're like ring size. They're like, they're meant to just be on your like little fingy. So you slide it over your fingy. This one is like wire. It's a springy little dude that springs over your finger and you just like roll it. Roll it around. (laughs) Um, and it's like pokey. Uh, which I kind of like honestly. It's not the best one, though. I'm gonna give the springy... That's gonna go... We'll do a tier list. It's gonna go in B tier. It's fine. It's fine. The next one, this is more like a traditional fidget spinner kind of deal. This one has a very nice sound to it. Really nice. Um, Imagine if you can... A little bicycle chain. <laughs> Couldn't think of the word chain for a second. Couldn't think of the word chain. Um, so you, you, it's got a hole in the middle, and you pop that on your finger, and then it's got little rubbery bits. So then you can either with one, one hand or on your other hand, see how fast you can get that sucker going. <laughs> um, I like that one a lot. That one's nice. Um. A, that's an A tier one. The next one, 
um, might be impossible for me to describe. Maybe this wasn't a good idea for audio format. All right, it's a, I was going to say key chain. It's not a keychain. it's a key ring. It's two of them, two key rings intertwined. It's as if, we're going to, if you take two of the bike chain links, that was so hard for me to say. Two of the bike chain links together, all right? And they've got holes in each of them. And then you crisscross the key. It doesn't matter. It's a, it's, you flip it, you know, if you fold it on itself and it, it just does that forever and infinity, you know, it just keeps folding in on itself. All right. So that one is B. I'm going to say B on that one. And then we get to my favorite. You hear that? Okay, so this one is just a mesh vinyl or plastic little tube, and then there's a and there's a marble in there. That's all it is, but it's nice. This is my favorite one. I got this in the mail yesterday, and uh, broke two of them already. So you get like two of each fidget, and then um, I broke it. That it's sewn up on each side and you just squish the marble back and forth and it just uh, it's very satisfying I like it a lot S S tier if you're looking for one that has a super nice you know feel in the hand and you can just squeeze that sucker the marble just popped right out of there shot right out so that's a problem if you break it you, your marble might fly um, across the room. But it's good. It's a nice one. <laughs> Alright, that's our speed run of our fidget toys. Hope you enjoyed. I know I did. Alright. So, we're going to get into some segments here. Okay, and here's where I think I can go on some tangents. Um, Alright, so number one. We got um, Sensory Nightmare of the Week. Self-explanatory. My Sensory Nightmare of this week was... So sometimes I have this thing where it's like pretty rare. A lot of times I will have like... Like I'll be eating something and suddenly I just don't like that food anymore. Like it just... Like I I feel like I can't finish it and I will start to feel like nauseous. That happens pretty frequently. What's been happening this week, though, is, like, a lot more rare, which is just, like, all food sounds disgusting to me, and I just, like, have no appetite. I don't want to eat at all. Um, so that's what happened this week. So sometimes when that happens, I can, like, get by by just, like, eating very plain foods. Um, so that's what I did. I basically ate salad, plain salad. And oatmeal, like, all week. I did, you know, I know you're dying to know. 
So what I do is I have a um, like a Greek salad. Often I will do that. I'll have a Greek salad that's just, you know, like uh, the mixed greens. You know, we like a good variety in greens. And then I'll do some, you know, maybe some protein like uh, tofu or um, beans. I like <laughs> I like a good great northwestern. No, that's not what it is. <laughs> it's a great northern bean. That's a real bean. You can look it up. <laughs> Great northern beans, all right? <laughs> then we got lettuce, and then sometimes I'll do, like, a cheese, like a feta or something. Um, tomato, black olives, kalamata olives. You have you got to have both. Gr- a green onion. Did I say tomatoes already? Tomatoes. And then some kind of Mediterranean dressing or maybe, like, a Caesar dressing. That might be uh, avocado. Hmm, and that's good, and that's plain enough that I can just eat that all the time. Um, and then, and then oatmeal was my other safe meal this week, which um, which is oatmeal. <laughs> which is oatmeal. You do, you do. Hey, you do oatmeal in a bowl and then sugar brown sugar sometimes if you're feeling spicy if you're feeling if you're feeling nasty you do a little brown sugar and then you do uh here's a hot tip put pumpkin pie spice flavor in there there you go uh and then you butter and then you mix that up and eat it and and if you can do nuts then you can put nuts in there with pecans and um, walnuts, almonds, and pumpkin seeds, if you like that. You can do any any nut you like. I'm not a fan of peanuts, really. Um, and then the other way you can have oatmeal is ba- with berries. <laughs> with berries. I do mixed berry or banana. And it's the same deal. You just do, you know, everything I already said. And that's a good safe meal for you. <laughs> but yesterday, I broke I broke free from the chains. And I had a stir fry. Um, but here's my problem. Here's my problem with stir fry. It's got shredded shit at the bottom of it a lot. You know what I mean? They'll do like shredded carrots or like some other like tiny little pieces of vegetable at the bottom of my bowl and I don't like that because when you stir fry it they get all soggy and disgusting and then that is a sensory nightmare. I like the I like the rest of it you know. There was like baby corn. This podcast has turned into me just dis- describing food. I swear to God, I'm going to get on to other things. Um, broccoli. Uh, snow peas. <laughs> sugar, or sugar, snap peas, whichever. Um, but the little, like, shredded carrot. You know, I don't understand how people do zoodles. You know? Because, whoa. Slimy. That's, that's. 
So anyway, I'm working on allowing myself to not have to finish something that I don't like. That's how I'm like accommodating myself right now. And and it's a big deal for me. Uh, I grew up, some of you might relate where I, like, I grew up in a household where it was like, if you scoop something on your plate, you better eat it. And I just kept that with me for my entire adult life. And, uh, before my diagnosis, I would just like force myself to eat stuff that like physically made me ill, like nauseous. And then I would just feel like shit, like trash for the whole rest of the day. Just like nauseous. But you know what? I said, I don't have to. I'm a, I'm a grown woman and I don't have to eat zoodles or the little shredded carrots at the bottom of the bowl. So, so I didn't. I moved on. All right. Next one. Next segment. That was a good segment. That was sensory nightmare of the week. And it's not always going to be about food, but this week it was. Number two is uh, hyperfixation of the week. Also known as, if I don't get to do this or engage with this thing, I'm going to have a fat menti bee by the end of the week, you know? And mine, mine change a lot. The stuff that I'm, like, hyper-fixated on. My interests that I'm, like, super, super deep in on. Um, it's always a podcast of some kind. Uh, it switches, like, week to week. I've got, like, three, I think, that I'm listening to right now. Um, but I have a whole list of them. I'm always, I, I gotta, you know, uh, this may be just a me thing, but I think it's probably also a neurodivergent thing. It's just, like, con- the need for constant audio, like, controlled audio s- stimulation through your ear holes. You know? Does that make sense? You put on headphones and then you can like put on music or you can put on like a podcast or something. But I feel like I'm, I have to always be listening to something. It's nice to drown out the rest of the like sound of the world with that. So what I'm hyper, the ones that I'm listening to right now are as follows. Um, Dungeons and Daddies. Love it into D&D, you gotta watch, you gotta listen to that one. It's not a show. It's not a TV show. It's a podcast, because that's what I said. Worlds Beyond Number is the other one that I've been listening to. Um, and Foes and Fables is fantastic. Listen to Foes and Fables. Highly suggest. Um, and then the other, like, new one that I found this week was Brain Leak. Super funny, guys. Also, both ADHD. It's a hot listen. What else? <laughs> we got, um, if I'm not, if not, if, if I'm not blasting a podcast in my ears, um, right now, um, I'm listening to, I've been listening to a lot of music and just, like, dancing around. Sometimes I feel like I want to, like, move my body a lot more than other weeks. Wow. What a profound thing to say. Like, a couple weeks ago, I got really into painting D&D miniatures. Um, that's all that I was doing. Every second of my spare time was just, like, painting a little face hugger and a troll and a giant wasp 
uh, and stuff like that. I did that for like two weeks straight, probably. Um, but right now it's just like music and dancing and moving my body is what feels good. Um, and then the other thing that I do, um, is listen to songs on repeat and I, I'm not being like hyperbolic. I'm not, I'm not exaggerating at all when I say I get stuck on a single song and then I just listen to it literally over and over and over for like days on end. TikTok really knows how to like warm its way into the neurodivergent brain. Um, you know that song, it's called, the actual title of the song is called You Wish and it's those two girls that are like running and they're like singing and rapping and it's a great, it's, I love it. The, yeah. Did I say the title of the song already? It's called You Wish. And then sometimes like an older song will be, I'm like, I must listen to this immediately. Um, and that's been Doja Cat Juicy. Specifically, I want to hear the Colors Show version. Huh? The Colors Show version. I'm not sure if I'm speaking English anymore. But if you know, you know. That's the version, the definitive version. I've just been listening to that one over and over. So good. Next segment. Next segment is quirky, silly little things that made me angry for no apparent reason. Now, originally, I was going to get on here and say that my... Because I couldn't really think of something that made me, like, disproportionately upset and angry this week. Um... I was going to get on here and talk about body image because a very neurodivergent trait is the need to control the way that others perceive you. So I posted a photo this week of myself trying to have a hot girl summer. I'm in a swimsuit. I'm just messing with my headphones. I'm sorry if you can hear that. Um, I'm in a swimsuit. As soon as I hit the post button, I was like, it's terrible. It's awful. You look bad. And I just, like, literally was, like, sweating with anxiety for hours over it. And I don't know how to get over that yet. But I do, I certainly do have, like, crippling anxiety about the way that I'm potentially going to be perceived. And so I often will just come to a standstill. And not be able to engage in a certain activity. A lot of times it has to do with social media. That sort of thing. Um, So I guess I did talk about it. I was like, I was going to get on here and talk about this. And then I just talked about it. So there you go. There's that. But that wasn't the original thing I was going to say. Um, But anyway, if if people... um, If you have tips on that. On how to work with that. I would love them. Because... The idea of people perceiving me is frightening. So. Um, but what really got me TO'd this week was uh, this podcast. <laughs> no. Um, so what, what happened was I spent hours. I spent hours today setting up this fucking microphone. This is an old microphone that I have that I'm using. Um, and it's it's not good. I just have to get a new one is the deal. 
I had an old cable that was connected to it. I recorded this podcast fully in its entirety once before and I was going through and I was editing it and I was like amazing this is great and then guess what I turned up the volume a little bit and noticed that there was a hum in the background so then you know what happened after that I spent hours trying to do everything that I could to try to cancel out this little hum this annoying buzz that was happening in the background right couldn't do it just couldn't do it I wasted like three hours trying to get that figured out and I just couldn't make it happen so then I went to the store okay because I was like I did some research and I was like what is going on and then this microphone has a lot of problems it's just a shitty fucking microphone so people were like that just happens with that microphone and there's nothing that you can do about it you just have to you just have to wiggle your little cable around or you have to try a new cable or you just have to throw your goddamn microphone out the window there's nothing you can do about it And so then I went to the store and I was like, maybe I'll just get a new cable and then I'll try that. And that's what I did. So I I went to the store and I talked to the lady at the store and I, and I was telling her all about the microphone that I have in this. She she found me the right cable and I came back here and I plugged it in and I took out the other micro, the other cable, threw that away, plugged in my new microphone cable. And then guess what happened? There's still a fucking, there's still, there's still a hum on it. There's still, I can still hear it. It's it's less bad. It's less worse than it <laughs> than it was before. But I think it's maybe manageable now. I can maybe deal with it. I really just could not get past it and edit edit it enough out so that I felt like I had a usable episode. Needless to say, I was angry and I was throwing a little hissy fit in my car on the way to and from the store and then I did about a hundred tests when I got back here and that also made me very angry next segment is called what's she anxious about now and what I'm anxious about now is not ever reaching hey we're gonna get real deep and personal suddenly okay um my anxiety right now is telling me that I will never amount to anything. Um, I mean, it's a little little deeper than that. Okay, let's start from the beginning. When I was born, uh, um, when I was younger, and other neurodivergent folks may agree with this, is that I was just, like, the weird kid. I was just, like, known as the weird kid. To my, like, my parents always called me weird. Kids at, at school and my neighborhood and stuff always thought that I was weird. And I was, like, I was. I was a weird child. But now that I have received, like, a proper diagnosis as an adult, I like those things that are perceived as, like, weird about me, for the most part. Um, there was a lot of, like, shame for just, like, being weird, about things like moving my body weird, talking weird, not being able to socially interact in the way that my parents thought that I should. Um, and there's just a lot of like discouraging of those behaviors, like telling me that that wasn't normal. And I just, let's just stop it. Stop doing that. Stop being like that. And I, you know, and my parents going to other kids' parents and being like, I don't know. I don't know why she's like that. I don't know why she's like that. She just, she just is that way. (laughs) And we can't do anything about it. We all, I mean, I also grew up, like, 
you know, not with a lot. And so I, it also was the thing where we just didn't really look into therapy or like, I just didn't have access to tools and the potential for a diagnosis and stuff like that. Um, which was unfortunate. Unforge. The feeling of always being too much, too cringy, whatever, just a weirdo has kind of evolved in a, in a, in a different way into my adulthood, which is instead of like being like, I'm definitely still insecure. I, I, you know, I don't think that's revolutionary to say everybody's a little bit insecure, but I'm not as insecure about like who I am as a person. I feel a lot more solidified in my identity and who I am and what I stand for and that kind of thing. But I have a serious problem with satisfaction in my life. And um, I always just feel like I want more. Um, And like... It's a difficult thing because I can like see where my neurodivergent brain is dissatisfied and maybe making the situation a little bit harder for me than perhaps a neurotypical person might experience. But I also just know that that's that's capitalism, baby. You know, I'm just tired of kind of feeding into the system and... Like, I am also, like, in a privileged situation, which I recognize I eventually was able to put myself through college, and I've gotten to work jobs that I enjoy. Like, I work in marketing, and I do some pretty, you know, fairly creative work. It's on the corporate side, you know, but um, I do get to do creative stuff. But it, you get stuck in that, like, trap. And I know I'm rambling, but I'll get to the point. Um, you get stuck in that trap of being, like, if I just get to this next point in my career, if I can just get a promotion, if I can just do this other thing, this next plateau, this next milestone, um, then I will be fulfilled. I'll feel more fulfilled in my work. Or I'll make more money and then I'll have space to do other things that fulfill me on a deeper philosophical, you know, at my core kind of level. And I'm just not experiencing that. But I'm just not that concerned about money anymore. You know what I mean? I would take less money if it meant that I got to like do things that filled up my glass more. That's what I want to be doing is I want to spend all of my day. It just feels silly that I that I can't spend all of my day doing things that I enjoy doing. You know what I mean? And I get that I'm being a little bit over the top with this. I know that that's not realistic. I know that that's not how the world works and all of us have to do shit that we just don't want to do. I know I get that, you know, and I and that's fine. And I will do that. But there is a better way. You know? I know that there's a better way. And so now what's happening is I'm waking up every day. (laughs) 
at like four o'clock in the morning in cold sweats with anxiety spiraling about the idea that I could that I will maybe never be there and what does that look like you know what is that going to feel like because I'm stuck behind a desk you know and I don't even mind desk work I think as much as other people a lot of I hear from a lot of like creatives online that they're like I could never I could never work behind a desk nine to five all the time and that's super fair. I don't mind it because I work independently really well. But the older that I get and the more that I explore this diagnosis for me, I realize that I'm not really as introverted as I thought I once was. Like, definitely I need to have alone time to, like, recharge and balance and, like, recalibrate. There's another word for that that I'm not... Regulate. That's the word I'm thinking of, regulate. I definitely need that. But the the stuff that I want to be doing with my time, the stuff that really, like, fills my heart and fills my energy bar (laughs) is being around rad people creating rad stuff, seeing rad things, going rad places, you know? That's what I want to be doing. And so it definitely feels frustrating and anxiety-inducing for me as of late to not be able to, like, focus my energy in that. And that right there, I think, is the, like, neurodivergent thing that it does actually feel like kind of painful sometimes on a neurological level okay to not be able to like focus your energy on the things that you actually want to be doing and then the more time that you're not able to put energy where you want to be putting it all right then you get burnout. And that's when, you know, at least for me, that's when I'm like, oh, sick. I've been laying in bed for three days straight. And I feel like I can't do anything because there's no joy. There's no joy left in the world for me. Not for me. Nope. So anyway, uh, we'll see if I wake up at 4 a.m. again today with the same thought. Next segment is (laughs) shit that was just too loud. There's a lot of loud shit out in the world that's overwhelming and I can't take. So this week, that was the 4th of July. Fireworks just don't need to be going till 2 a.m. Personally, we don't need them. I don't think we need them. It's bad for the environment. Dogs hate them. We're doing that to our dogs every year. (laughs) My dog, my dog's fine. She's an idiot. She doesn't know any better. Uh, you know, people with PTSD and stuff like that. Like, I just don't get it. Maybe this is a uh, thing, a trait that, like, sometimes it doesn't startle you, but it just, like, you, you get instantly angry. I just would, I just be like, oh my god, stop. You know, what is the purpose for why? So that was the shit that was just too loud this week. 
I couldn't think of a good name for this segment, but it's just socially problematic stuff. And I thought that I was being clever and doing like a double entendre word thing where I was like, oh, it's socially problematic, which means I'm having a problem being social. And that doesn't come across like that. So my stuff that I've been having a problem socially with is making a goddamn appointment doctor's appointment i've been putting that off for like two weeks and i just need to do it why why can't that process just be easier and the other thing is like i've been putting off going to the grocery store and both of these things like i can i are manageable usually for me but sometimes if you're if i'm in that space of like I'm filling up my day with so many other things that I feel like are required or demanded from me. There's so much demand from the world coming at me, you know, Um, that I just can't make the space to like take an hour and go to the grocery store and be around a million people and a bunch of people who walk really, really slow and it just, just gonna ruin my afternoon, you know. So, just can't, I just can't be doing it right now. The last segment is called Revelation of the Week because I'm going to tell you why. I had a lovely chat with my therapist and she was telling me, because I, what I tend to do is I go to her and I say, I was going to say her name there, but I'm, I can't say that. A therapist... Barbara, here's what I think I need to be working on. I've given myself some homework. All right. I've been working on these things. I made myself a list. I've been reading some self-help books. I need you to tell me exactly what I need to do to fix me, to fix myself, to, to make all these different symptoms better for myself. What kind of work do I need to be putting in? She said to me the other day, Barbara said, Trisha, what would happen if you didn't fix those things? Hey, what would happen if you didn't try to force yourself to go to the grocery store when it doesn't feel manageable for you? And I was like, okay, I don't know. I don't know. For neurodivergent folks out there, who maybe have the type of mind that I have, which is in constant resolution mode, or like you're trying to put the pieces of a puzzle together and you're not really even sure what the picture is that's on the puzzle. You just feel like something needs to be fixed, but maybe it doesn't. Uh, think about that. That's my revelation for this week. Maybe think about that. I know on, like, TikTok and stuff like that, there's always people that are like, this, hey, do you do this? Do you sleep on your back? You might have been traumatized when you were a child. That's very unhealthy, and you should do something about that. Not everything is related to my trauma. Do I have trauma that I need to work through? Yes, of course, dude. Of course. But not everything is like, you're broken. You're absolutely broken because of this thing. You're traumatized and you're broken. And here's a, you know, like, it feels like every other TikTok sometimes. 
or every other post on social media is like, it's too much motivation, it's too much self-help, it's too much, here's how to fix yourself and your brain. Just evaluate something. It's okay to, of course, want to work on self-improvement. But it doesn't have to be constant and it doesn't have to be exhausting. You're allowed to take a break. I'm giving you permission right now. Hey, you're allowed to take a break. You're allowed to take a fucking break. And that's it. That's it for this one. What am I supposed to do now? Plugs, I think, maybe. I haven't even decided for sure the name of this podcast. But, um... If you're hearing this, that means it's gone up and there is a name to it. (laughs) And at some point I'll create an Instagram for it. But for now, you can go follow me on Instagram if you want. At the story sucks. That's my username. (laughs) And if you do that, feel free to send me a DM with some questions if you're like hey I have this neurodivergent thing do you, do you could you talk about that I, I just I, all you have to do is ask and maybe I will so you, let me know what you think about the segments let me know what you think about the about the pod and I love you be kind to yourself bye